Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show. Thanks for joining us to lead, learn, and laugh. Learn market knowledge and best practices to lead your company's success. And that's whatever type of company you work with and laugh. Well, I think we always have to have some fun along the way. I'm Michael Bull, your host of the World of Commercial Real Estate. If you have any questions or comments related to this show or any commercial real estate endeavors, you're invited to give us a call. Our phone number is 888 888- 612 show or you can email us our email is info at com. you can also reach us through any of the social media sites you like to use you can find them all at commercialrealestateshow.com well speaking of social media we're going to talk about social media today and, and specifically strategies for business and we're going to cover lots of things but to give you an idea We're going to cover just how prevalent social media is right now in the business world. I think you'll be surprised. We'll look at what's working for businesses and what's not working. We'll also look at the difference between a campaign and a strategy. I think uh, the president uh, knows about that one. And and we'll look at which social media platforms might work well for your particular industry. Uh, We'll share some successful social strategies of companies that you've heard of. So you'll see what's really working. And we'll provide some guidance to help you design a social business strategy. And we'll look at some quick tips for some of the systems like LinkedIn, Twitter, Google+, and Facebook. Plus, we'll talk about some C-suite concerns related to social media. Well, please welcome my guest, Les Atkins. Les is the founder and CEO of Orange SMS Consulting. They're an organization that helps companies uh, and organizations integrate social business strategies uh, that follow their corporate and organizational objectives. I like their tagline, helping you to connect. Les, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, we appreciate it. And uh, I'd like to start off the show to get an idea just how prevalent is social media with business users right now? Uh, it depends on the person you ask from the business, but per- predominantly, it, it's not as big as it should be. Um, there is a quite a, a wide range of how businesses are using social media and social business strategy. There actually is a, a, a statistic out there from infographics uh, and social economics that says that 40% of the businesses, Fortune 500 businesses, won't be in business in the next five years. And the reason why that is is because the businesses that should be using social media are not. And so we can talk about that a little bit later on, why that, why that statistic's out there. But it's, it's you know, if you're, our, our purpose and our, 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 we tell kids, if you're in business and you want to be found, you need to be using social media. Well, that makes sense. And, and how is it trending? How, how many companies are, are getting into social media? There are quite a few companies that are getting into social bit, uh, media. There was a, a recent report out by USIBM uh, 2012, uh, so it's up to date and, 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 and current, that stated that by the year 2015, the second form of communication to your customers is going to be social media. First, of course, being face-to-face. Yeah, we can't forget that one. No, no, we can't forget that one. So <laughs> didn't you have a story about how to talk to your daughter? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, last night I was uh, with my daughter, and she was texting away and messing with her phone and wasn't talking to me. You know, so I texted her, hello, darling, how are you doing? Right, right. <laughs> so she immediately texted me, I'm good, daddy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, and, and, you know, I, I have those conversations all the time with business people. Like, are we losing that personal touch? Are we losing that one-on-one? Mm-hmm. The point is, it's like, my, my belief is that we're not losing it. It's just going in a different direction. Um, it is a paradigm shift. So from a perspective of if you're used to, I'll give, I got a great example. So my, my mother, 
who is in her late 70s, uh, refused to get online, refused to get online. Her whole thing was, if my grandchildren want to talk to me, they'll call me. Well, they don't do that. Yeah, so good luck she, with that. Exactly. So this year, she found, we bought her an iPad, uh, and she's on Facebook now, and she can follow her nieces and nephews. So she kind of caved in. But the point, you know, the, the real, real point of that from a business perspective is if you want to reach your customers and you want to reach those that are 30 and under, which are going to keep you in business from, you know, for the next 10, 20, 25, 30 years, you need to be communicating where they are. And where they are is social media. Right. Well, what are some examples of some well-known companies that are using social media where it's really working for them? Uh, two of the biggest are Virgin and Coca-Cola. Uh, and if you look at Coca-Cola is a great example because you can look at a, a stark difference. Uh, Coca-Cola has changed their entire campaign. Quick story, uh, Coca-Cola Facebook page is one of the largest Facebook pages on Facebook. Uh, started by two guys that were And you can't buy Coke there. No, you can't buy Coke there. <laughs> and the interesting thing is two guys that were not working for Coca-Cola uh, actually started that page. Uh, Coca-Cola brought them in, asked if they wanted to work for the company. They said no, uh, but they now still work closely with Coca-Cola on that Facebook page. Um, but the interesting thing about that is, you know, they created a, an environment where you can connect to the company outside of just buying their products. Um, they, they talk about what they're doing for the environment. They talk about how they're working in the community. I mean, if you think of, you know, it's like have a Coke and a smile. So it's a little bit more than drink our product. Oppositely, hope we don't get sued. Look at Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi, their whole campaign, even their social media campaign is drink our product, buy our product because Madonna drinks it. And Michael Jackson, rest in peace, drinks it. You know, all the, all the different, they, they, they spend millions of dollars for these celebrities to try to sell their product as opposed to connecting to their audience. Right. And then you mentioned Virgin. What are they doing? Virgins do. I mean, Virgin's got the space program going. They've got the, um, you know, the, the airlines. They've got the, the, the music. And they're doing the same thing. They've actually created a community where you can actually get on and talk to other people from Virgin from around the world. Um, actually, how I found out about the statistic about the IBM report is Richard Branson tweeted, that only 16% of CEOs are currently on Twitter. And his whole question is, why are you not on Twitter? Yeah, why you, are you not tweeting? And you can feel real connected to that firm when you're actually hearing from him on Twitter, right? Exactly. I mean, so, and, and that's another thing, too. People, people feel connected to Richard Branson. You may not have ever met him, but he's, he's out there communicating. And that's the big paradigm shift. No longer do people and, and audiences want to just associate with the company. They want to associate with individuals and individuals that are high up in those organizations. Well, Richard and I are real close. I follow him on Twitter. Cool. I follow him on Twitter, too. I follow him. Actually, and I have several friends that actually are personal friends of his, but I haven't gotten there yet. I'm yeah. working on it. Okay, good. <laughs> well, what do you say to people who say, well, you know, in our industry, in our business, it's, it's not important to us? Yeah. I, you know, unfortunately, I hear that quite often. Um, there is a great example. I was working with uh, a company that's a, a very large 80-year-old transportation company, uh, so they're worldwide. And they actually came to our organization and talked to us a little briefly about you know things to do and how to move forward um, because there were two smaller companies that didn't have the best, didn't have the software that they had, didn't have the relationships that they had, but they started taking away some major market share. And the only things that they were doing differently 
we're taking advantage of social media uh, and adding customers and communicating with them directly through social media. So my answer is if you believe you're in an industry that you don't need to use social media, then you need to look at how the world's changed because everybody connects with social media. So if you want customers 10, 15 years from now, you can decide either to work with and start working on how to connect with them online and it's more about creating a digital presence or you can you know if you're happy five five years from now to say bye-bye and live a nice life then that's that's really where you know that's kind of drastic but that's really where it's going to go i mean they're making industries are making companies are making conscious decisions to not be in business if they ignore this paradigm shift of social of social media so if they say they don't need it then they just don't know what they don't know. Yet. They don't understand it. Yeah, we say that a lot. Mm-hmm. People don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. So if they don't need it, then they're looking at their daughters at home. Well, you know, why do I need to connect with people that are just talking, you know, it, to each other via text? You know, we, we deal a lot with mobile engagement, too. We have a very strong partner that does mobile engagement around the world. And the thing is, if you're not on the uh, smartphones and you're I can't find you on a smartphone I can't find you on a pad whether it be an iPad or a Sony pad just a pad then you don't exist uh, I'm not going to go to your website if your website is not optimized for mobile engagement I'm not going to look at it very long and so if I can't find you where I'm where where I'm looking then I won't do business with you and there was a great I heard a great uh, thing this uh, earlier today that said that smartphones have increased here in the US sales by over a hundred percent which means that more people than ever have a smartphone um, Android's number one believe it or not even though iPhone is still out there being sold uh, but the point is whether it's an Android whether it's an iPhone whether it's even a Windows 8 or a Google phone no matter what it is people are using smartphones and if your business isn't there they're not going to do business with you. So you've got to keep up, keep track on what everyone's using. Exactly. And where they are. Exactly. And then you have to know really what's important to your business, right? What what What's important for you to get the message out there? What are your strategy? Exactly. The, the biggest thing is, is having a strategy. Most people, you know, you ask them, why are you using Facebook? And they go, well, because my kids are on there. And, and mm-hmm. I actually, I met with a company over in Turkey uh, that was a radio station. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I asked them, why would you go to your Facebook page? And she gave me a really lame answer. And then when I pushed her, she said, I don't know. That's we, interesting. All right, we're going to have to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about liability issues, productivity issues, some C-suite, C-suite issues. So stick around. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com. And Arnold Golden Gregory, a law firm that makes a difference. Visit agg.com. And Cone Resnick, providing forward-thinking advice to help navigate business and financial issues. Visit coneresnick.com. And by France Media. Providing exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit FranceMediaInc.com.
Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. If you'd like to know the absolute latest on any commercial real estate-related subjects, check out our on-demand show podcast. For example, we just completed shows updating on various sectors, including office, retail, and industrial. You can access shows anytime on your smartphone or computer. Visit iTunes or the show website, commercialrealestateshow.com. Well, today we're exploring social media for business with Les Atkins and Les, another statement I hear when I'm talking to people in the business world about social media is, uh, they don't have time. I don't have time to do that. I've got a you know email and all this. What do you say to folks? Um, I start off by asking them, do they remember a time without email? Because I actually do remember a time without it. Do you remember a time without email? Yes, I do. Okay. And everyone said the same argument. How am I going to use this email? You know, it's it's just one more thing I have to add. You know, why can't well, I? Well, they just... were correct about email. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. Okay, but how? But let me ask you this question: Could you conduct business today without email? I'd like to. <laughs> You'd like to, but the answer is. But the question is: no, Could you? It'd be a lot more difficult. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you know, it's 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 not a matter of wasting time or or, or how am I going to make time? It, it's one of those things that again, it's I, I say paradigm shift a lot. Um, because it truly is the way business is being done from this point on mm-hmm. is different than the way business has been done for the last hundred years. And and one of those tools that is necessary is to have uh, social media. And in order to make it work more effectively so that you don't just have randomness going on throughout your organization, you need a couple of things. One, you need to have an actual strategy. You need to have what's called a social business strategy. And you also need to have a social media policy for your employees and for your um, so that they know exactly what to do when, as opposed to just allowing them to to do. Because here's the trick: if you don't think they are, they're on social media anyway. Right. So wouldn't you want them to be on, not hiding it, but promoting your business instead of knowing that they're on there anyway and taking time away from what they might. Be doing and, I, and I want to get back to productivity because I think that's a, a big issue that at least in the C-suite uh, guys that uh, think they're going to lose productivity. But before we move on to that, uh, what are some tips and some systems to save time with social media? Uh, there's some there's some different structures out there that uh, from free to monthly fees. Um, I'll mention, you know, there's Hootsuite. Uh, and Hootsuite has a free version as well as you can pay have a, has a paid version and things of that nature that allow you to automate uh, and time schedule some of your posts to go out times when you may be doing other things. Mm-hmm. So you can actually spend a block of time, put a bunch of content out there, and it'll automatically go out when you schedule it. Um, there's also one of the bigger ones is Vocus uh, that you came from the PR. How do you spell that one? V-O-C-U-S. Okay. Uh, they're a monitoring station, and they're doing a lot more things as well as helping you automate um, your social media uh, by you know monitoring what's out there and also allowing you to uh, put out things as well. And, and, and the thing about this whole new industry, uh, and I still say new industry because it's constantly changing, is that there's new ones coming up all the time. Uh, they're getting better. They're learning from the mistakes of the ones that have been out there for the last seven years, uh, and, and, and they're getting better. So so it's not something that you know it's not something you're going to start using and that's the only company that's the only system you're going to use from now till the end of time you need to continuously keep researching because they're constantly getting better uh there's some 
I don't know if it's out yet or not, but there's even some R&D that's doing uh, some AI, artificial intelligence that's actually um, going to be more aware of the trends and things of that nature and actually be able to customize what you're doing based on how your tweets and your posts and those type of things. And that's interesting because, you know, sometimes you may see somebody uh, posting a lot and you think, well, this guy doesn't have a have a life. He doesn't have a job. He's not working. But he's went to Hootsuite or some other yeah. system, and he's and he's spent an hour on that in the morning, and now yeah, he's exactly. doing it all day. Exactly. I mean, one of the things that uh, a friend of mine, uh, and I'll mention her name, Barbara Giamanco, mm-hmm. um, she, she has a thing that says, you know, you can actually make a social policy and a social strategy work by spending 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it literally, if you, ha- if you have a strategy behind it and you have an implementation roadmap, it saves time. But you have to do the heavy lifting in the front in order to make it productive. Right. And let's talk about that strategy for a moment. So let's say you're posting on Twitter or LinkedIn. You want to think about your, your audience and and what's interesting to them and, and what you're trying to to convey to them, right? Right. I mean, one of the things that we talk about on the audience portion is, you know, a lot of people are like, well, why are you using Facebook? I'll get back to that story with the radio station. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they have five different radio stations that, that blanket the country of Turkey. And on each one of those, they have Facebook, you know, join our Facebook page. But why do they do that? And and the person who actually runs that, I was talking to, and she's like, oh, I don't know why they would go to Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. You have to have value for your audience. A benefit. A right. benefit. You know, but, it's, but it can't be, and, and, and it can be a little, like a radio station can have, hey, the first 10 people to like our Facebook page get VIP. But a business to business, you have to have some type of value. So, for example, if you're a... Uh, a hospital or an, uh, for example you need to be giving out especially with the upcoming changes that are taking place mm-hmm. you know how is this healthcare thing going to affect a business mm-hmm. you know what are some ways to reduce your costs and not talk about you know coming to their hospital and hospital care uh, the same way with like different companies you need to give value and information and here's the hardest thing for businesses to hear you have to give that away for free. Right. And that's the hardest. They go, well, can I charge for it? No. Well, you can, but if you, you know, the next five companies that try to take over your market share is not going to. And so who do you think people are going to do business with? And you also have to think about the location of your major customers, right? Are exactly. You, do you have a national audience or are you very local? Yeah, exactly. And also you have to not only take that in consideration, whether it's a national or a local audience, but you have to take in consideration where is your audience in this digital world? You know, there are over, if you Google it, the last time I Googled it, and I'm sure it's, it, it was quite a while ago, so I'm sure it's way higher Like now. yesterday? No, no, no. Actually, last time I Googled how many social networks, it, right. was, it, was, it was like over 11 million. Mm. So the point is, you need to find out where your audience is because your audience may not just be LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, or Google Plus, or, mm-hmm. some, or Bebo, or some of the other ones that are out there, Path, or Pinterest. Um, I could we could finish the radio show me just naming <laughs> off the different platforms, right. but but the point is you have to actually be where they are, and so um, you know you have companies like mine that help you in doing the research on on finding out where your audience is. But three things you need to know: you need to know who your audience is, and you may have a hundred different audiences. That's fine. You just need to define each one of those, and you need to know what you want the audience to do. And I love the answer. The answer is always buy more stuff. <laughs> it's like okay, that's great, I get that, but how do you want them to feel about your company? Those type of things. Well, how about liability? Some leaders of companies uh, say they're concerned about what their personnel might post in social media. Yes, there's two things that uh, companies need to know about that. Number one, the Supreme Court of the U.S. 
mm-hmm. uh, has deemed that social media platforms are a form of free speech. Therefore, libel, scan, uh, slander, uh, those type of things do not work on social media. So the best policy to make sure that you are covering and making sure that you are taking care of any liability is to, for your organization to have a social media policy that protects you only from the perspective of letting that employee go. The, you, can't, you can't stop people from talking bad about you. You have to actually be able to have information out there and monitor it to be able to address it as opposed to stop it. And you also need to train your personnel, right? You definitely, yeah. It's part of the social media policy. Once yeah. you get put a social media policy out there, you have to implement that and have lots of training sessions. Yeah, and make sure they understand it. Well, stay with us more on social media for business. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com. And Arnold Golden Gregory, a law firm that makes a difference. Visit agg.com. And Cone Resnick, providing forward-thinking advice to help navigate business and financial issues. Visit coneresnick.com. And by France Media, providing exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. How would you like people to come to your website to hear the Commercial Real Estate Show? Well, you can now download a free widget. This allows your site visitors to access show videos and audio podcasts right on your website. Just visit CommercialRealEstateShow.com and look for the widget on the homepage. You can see how it works and easily download it to your site. After you load it, it works automatically. Well, today we're exploring social media for business with Les Atkins. And Les, here's something I hear a lot from people who run businesses that they're monitoring the internet and computer use of their employees they can see the sites where their employees are going they know they're losing a lot of time productivity time because they're uh, surfing the internet on personal things and now you're telling a guy the company that the leaders of a company that now give them access to social media where all their friends are and they're afraid they're going to lose more productivity what do you say to them Oh, there's, it's kind of a, a, a two-part answer to that. So I'm going to start off with one of the things that companies are losing out on that have these very hardcore social media policies that you don't use it while at business, and it's over and over again. We've got an entire generation that grew up digitally. They come already with the skills. You don't have to train them on how to use these skills. They come inherently with it. They grew up with it. What's happening is these large organizations are making offers to some very qualified candidates and they're declining these offers due to the fact that their social media policies are so restricted Um, there's also you know one of the biggest things too is it's okay to let I mean let your let your employees use social media and be on the internet here's the here's a little dark secret they're doing it anyway. <laughs> right. So you, you mentioned a great thing. Well, I can monitor them and see what they're on the internet and do, see what they're on a thing. Actually, you can't because you can't monitor their smartphones. Right. You can't monitor their iPads and their pads. Um, so they're doing it whether you want them to or not. Right. So the point, my, my whole point is why, why fight it? It's like if you're married or have a girlfriend or, or you know, a partner or anything, it's like it's, that, it's the same concept. You know, it's just easier 
to work around it mm-hmm. and make it work for you as opposed to just say, no, you can't do something. And you're also missing out, right? So yeah, if you're, you're not totally hiring these out. folks, then you've got no one. Like yeah. I asked James when I first met him that helps me with the show, I said, are you familiar with social media? He looks at me kind of silly. He says, Michael, I'm 25. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. I mean, yeah. And you're missing out on the innovation and you're missing out on, on, on having them come up with the next big idea and those type of things. So you're missing the boat when it comes to not hiring 25 or 30 and under because of the fact that they bring so much it's a matter of managing them as opposed to restricting them right you still have to manage the situation yeah, exactly well what is the difference between a social media campaign and a social media strategy less um, lots of companies right now are claiming that they have a social media strategy and what they're doing is a social media campaign a social media campaign campaigns by their very nature last a certain amount of time uh, six months, uh, a week, uh, three weeks. It's, it's very similar to marketing campaigns. Um, a social media strategy and business is also kind of, uh, what's the word, flinch when I say things like this. Once you start a social business strategy, you incorporate it from that point on into your business. It's not something you start and stop right. it, because you lose credibility. So what happens with social media campaigns? Now, social me- think of like uh, Groupon, uh, living social, those type of things. It's a very short, you're offering a coupon, those type of things. That's a campaign. But it doesn't build engagement. It doesn't really create long-lasting customers. Think about the last three coupons you used. Can you even tell me what the company's name? Well, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, exactly. But you use their coupon, but right. you had no connection. You had no connection. Remember, I haven't been grocery shopping. Oh, that's true. That's right. You don't years, grocery so. shop. That's right. <laughs> but you do go out to restaurants and things yes, like that. Yes, that's true. So, But, I mean, you go, you have a good time, you might experience, but there's no way to connect you to them. And, and it's a strategy, not a campaign. So it all has to connect with your culture and your company and, and what you're exactly. trying to do overall, right? Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I mean, you can have campaigns within your strategy. Right. But you have to start with the strategy. I mean, that's the one. I mean, right. think about it. when when people when when these executives started their business, they had a strategy. Right. Most businesses, not as many as we'd like, but most businesses have what's called a business strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard of those. Yeah, you've heard of those. You have one, right, Charlie. <laughs> but it, I mean, we're getting ready to go into a new year. I'm not yeah. sure what happened to this last year. It went way too fast. But we're getting ready to go into a new year. Most people in October, November, and even sometime in December. Are, are planning their strategy for next year. So why all of a sudden do we have this little thing called social media and people think, I don't need a strategy for social media? You got to have a strategy because it's part of where business is going, where your new customers, employees, vendors, it's where they are. So if you don't have a strategy to take advantage of it, it's going to take advantage of you. Right. And to your point, you can't just do it and stop. It's kind of like websites now. Where back in the day, you could do one and it was there. But now that has to change and evolve all the time or you lose SEO power on your website. Exactly. So you can't start and stop. you got to have an overall strategy. Okay, we're going to have more social business strategies for you. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com. And Arnold Golden Gregory, a law firm that makes a difference. Visit agg.com. And Cone Resnick, providing forward-thinking advice to help navigate business and financial issues. Visit coneresnick.com. And by France Media 
providing exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit FranceMediaInc.com. Welcome back. I'm Michael Ball, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We have some very interesting shows coming up for you, including a show that's all about LinkedIn and a show on healthcare real estate. Be sure to catch shows of special interest to you. Sign up for a once a week email announcing the show topic at commercialrealestateshow.com. Well, today we're exploring social media for business with Les Atkins. And Les, I want to ask you about this. What are some of the concepts of a proper social business strategy? Uh, there's actually four. Um, it, it, it actually was created by a company called Forrester Research. Um, they created this uh, methodology called POST, but it's pretty in, inherent. Um, you start with the audience. You've got to understand your audience. If you don't understand your audience, you're not going to have any value on your comments or user-generated content. What makes them tick? What's what makes them tick? What's interesting to them? Yeah, to them? Okay. Why, why are they buying your stuff already? You know, it's like, why do they want to buy your stuff? It's like, are they camping? If you're REI, are they camping? Those type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing is you got to have an str- uh, objective. What, are your, you know, what do you want your audience to do? I love usually the answer, buy more stuff, you know? <laughs> they say it like that. They say it like that, buy more stuff, buy more stuff. And our so. listeners in New York love that. Kind I know, of I know, I know. So it's like, but the point is, is like, yeah, you want them to buy more stuff, but how do you do that? You know, it's like, you know, how do you want them to think about your company? P- companies don't think about that. It's like, you know, do you want them to think that you're only there, they only look at you to buy stuff, or, or do I want you as part of my life and those type of things? Mm-hmm. Um, you want them thinking about you on a constant basis. And then then you have to have a strategy. We've talked a lot about having a strategy, but you had a strategy for your, when you started your business, you have to have a strategy on how to do that, and it's a consistent strategy. It has to be, every strategy has to last a year. So you can do a new strategy every year, and I suggest it because it changes so quickly, but you have to have strategy. And then the last thing, the very last thing, is you use the technology where your audience is. So meaning, and when I say use technology, we're not just talking about social media platforms. We're talking about truly creating a digital presence. So it's part of your website, but it's not the only thing your website. In today's world, and even uh, my brother's an IBM consultant, and in today's world, we both, you know, even big businesses understanding, websites are a piece of your digital presence. It's not your only digital presence. All you have out there is a, is a website. Good luck to you doing business for the next 10 years. And let's talk about some of the mistakes that companies make. What are the big ones? Selling their stuff on social media. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but people say, oh, there's this whole new market for me to sell my stuff on social media. Yeah. Think about what happens when you get email after email after email asking you to buy their stuff or look at their website or you know buy their products and, and their products are going to help you because they're the 10% discount if you act now. That's what people are using with social media. And so companies who do that make a gigantic mistake because social media is unforgiving of spammers. And so you become a spammer instantly. Uh, there's not a regulatory uh, commission right now on social media as there is on email uh, where they'll actually block your email if you're putting out tons of spam. But the interesting thing, it's more powerful in social media because of the fact that you have users who will block you right? and users who will start talking bad about you. And so one of the big mistakes is selling your stuff immediately. You can sell your stuff, but you've got to give it six months to build a presence on there, to actually build value. Right. Yeah, I'm on Twitter a lot. I really enjoy Twitter. But if I'm following someone who's always selling their wares, I'll quit following them and just pull them out of the feed. Exactly. Exactly. 
Well, what are some uh, tips and new things to consider about LinkedIn? Uh, LinkedIn ads are seeming to be very good. So if you already have a presence, and this is a big thing with ads, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, any ads, um, you have to already have a presence on LinkedIn before you start advertising. Um, if you don't have a presence on LinkedIn, you're like, who's this? Yeah, you can't get, you can't all of a sudden just start showing ads, and it, that's exactly what is happening. And what you'll see happening, companies like, oh, LinkedIn ads. Now I can get into LinkedIn. But if you do it that way, you're missing the boat. What are these endorsements now? I'm um, endorsements. Endorsements are great. Um, recommendations are still important because they're more personal. Yeah. But endorsements are great because it basically makes you the expert in that field and LinkedIn is kind of coming up with, I mean, if, I think if you've, if you've seen this, what happens is you're on LinkedIn and then four people come up and say, do you want to endorse mm-hmm. this person for social media marketing or for business development or for account management? Um, so it's important that you not only endorse others, but that they endorse you. All it does is build your influence. It builds your influence within that digital presence. Uh, and so if someone, it can get to the point, it's not to that yet, uh, eventually, if you have enough endorsements, and so, like for you, if if you have enough endorsements on commercial real estate, then if someone Google's commercial real estate, you could actually come up on a search because you have so many endorsements from LinkedIn, and it becomes a large. Okay, listeners, if you appreciate the show, endorse me, right? Okay, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, what about Twitter? What's new with Twitter, or maybe most important for business users? Um, there's not much new with Twitter. Uh, there, there's some. Uh, they've kind of changed it to. They're they're going through and and, and knocking out some profiles uh, that people have several uh, similar profiles, and it goes back to one name and one contact. So they're they're kind of cleaning it up a little bit from the profile industry, uh, from the, from the profile site. Um, the newest thing about Twitter is short links. Uh, you know, it's like. The people are trying to use short links and things of that nature. Just make sure it doesn't go back to your website and it doesn't make sure it goes back to information. If it does go back to your website, make sure there's valuable information there. Um, the best way that businesses are using Twitter is to be able to give out valuable information. Uh, keep in mind, the shorter the better. We grew up in a world, you know, people say, well, before Twitter came along, why do I have to use 140 characters? Can't blame Twitter. You have to blame the 50-year-old corporation who gave us tons of taglines and the newspapers who gave us headlines they created what we now have as twitter if you can't say it in 140 characters, and this is i tell businesses this if you can't say it in 140 characters probably not worth saying right <laughs> yeah twitter's fun I, I think it's interesting because some of the lawyers that i know uh, out there i'll tell them you know look if you were tweeting things about real estate law i'd be following you yep. and you know so it's easy to do you're doing it every day well, we're gonna take a quick break more on social business strategies in a moment i'm michael bull and this is the commercial real estate show we'll be right back America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com. And Arnold Golden Gregory, a law firm that makes a difference. Visit agg.com. And Cone Resnick, providing forward-thinking advice to help navigate business and financial issues. Visit coneresnick.com. And by France Media. Providing exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit FranceMediaInc.com. 
Welcome back. I'm Michael Ball, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show, where we always have fun. Well, today we're exploring social media for business with Les Atkins. And Les, what about Google Plus? How well is it doing? How important is that one to business users? It's majorly important to business users. A buddy of mine coined the phrase Google Juice. So what that means is if you're not on Google Plus, they're not looking at you first for search. And they have the right to do that. There's nothing against doing that. They own it. They own it. So (laughs) they have the right to do that. So it's all about user-generated content. Um, I also think that the audience, and forgive me, I'll ask the Twitter people and the Facebook people to forgive me right off the bat, but I think the the audience is a little bit more eclectic, uh, a little bit more, I don't want to say more educated, but if you look at the information that's on Google+, it's a little bit more deep, uh, a little deeper. Uh, from philosophical. There are a lot of photographers, a lot of artists out there. But the neat thing about Google+, Plus, if you think about it, you can connect to anybody on Google+, Plus, and they don't have to say yes or no. So if you're in business and you're not u- taking advantage of that, I mean, I'm directly connected to Richard Branson on Google+, Plus. I'm directly connected to the president of Coca-Cola. Um, I'm uh, the, His name is escaping me, the guy who owns the basketball. And they can't block you? No, they can't block me. No, it, it, it's, 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 it's about sharing information. So, you know, some people have asked how long is Google Plus going to stay around? I think it's going to stay around quite a bit. Well, they decide what circles you're in, right? No, no. No? You, no, you can put them in your circle. Oh, okay. And, yeah, they decide if they want you in their personal circles, but you okay. can follow them and connect yeah. with them and send messages to them. They may not answer you back, but you can you can be really connected with a lot more people that might be a beneficial a benefit to you in business. Okay. Well, let's say we've got a listener that thinks we're going in circles here. <laughs> they, they don't quite know what they should really be doing for a social media strategy. How do they weigh the importance of having outside help? Um, the biggest thing is, I, I believe that you do need outside help to build a strategy if you're not if you're just starting this. Um, the, we've talked about this before. You know, you can't throw a rock without hitting someone who claims to be a social media consultant. Yeah. Uh, be careful that they've been in the business for a while. Uh, you got a lot of unemployed graduate students and college students going out there putting a mantle on the wall saying, I'm a social media consultant. But the problem is they only know Facebook or they only know LinkedIn. So I would, I would, I would be I've, warned. I've, I've seen that, and then I've got more presence than they do. And exactly, uh, exactly. You know. So I, I would you know, make sure that they have a broad knowledge of the different platforms. That's why we call ourselves platform neutral or platform agnostic for that reason. Um, but make sure that they're not just saying, yeah, we're consulting, we'll help you make Facebook or LinkedIn. If they say only one platform that they're going to help you with, steer clear of that. Um, again, there's some very bright students coming out. You know, So if they have a broad knowledge, great. But stay away from the ones that are just single platform, I'll help you optimize Google Plus or optimize LinkedIn or something. Right. Like and another way to learn, too, is to, to just get out there and, and follow. Like if you want to follow uh, the show website and the show uh, Twitter account and LinkedIn, you can connect with us and kind of see what we're doing. You can see exactly we follow and that yeah. sort of thing. And what are some other resources for people to learn more? Um, it, you know, once you get the strategy, um, there's there's lots of books on how to. So how to on Twitter, how to Facebook, how to even Google Plus, how to Pinterest. You know, if a platform exists, there's probably a book out there that tells you a little bit more in detail. Uh, but make sure that any book that you buy on any of these platforms have a website that's a dynamic website that is actually updating the information as it goes. Because keep in mind, once a book or once anything is said about any of these social media platforms, it's already outdated. Yeah. 
because uh, it's changing so quickly and so fast. Yeah. A couple I read was Shama Kabani's book, uh, The Zen of Social Media Marketing. I thought that was a good how-to and yeah. get a good understanding. Uh, the Twitter book, just to get a good, quick understanding of what you can do with it. It's right. not going to give you real big strategy information right. for your company, right. uh, but give you some how-tos. Well, Les, thanks for joining us today. We sure appreciate your time. I always enjoy being here. Thanks for having me. And if you like more information from Les Atkins, his website is mysilbert.com. That's M-Y-S-Y-L-B-E-R-T.com. And I have a question for you as a listener. Can you join us next week? Well, I hope so. We'll explore healthcare real estate. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Michael Bull. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for the Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com. And Arnold Golden Gregory, a law firm that makes a difference. Visit agg.com. And Cone Resnick, providing forward-thinking advice to help navigate business and financial issues. Visit coneresnick.com. And by France Media, providing exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com.